What's up, people? How's it going? How's it going? How are you all doing? Chris, was good? What's happening, y'all? How's everybody? I'm good, I'm good. This is going to be an interesting episode. So, hmm. you guys can see Horror Research 30, episode 318 of Blade in the Dark. This is the movie we're supposed to be reviewing, but I'll show you guys what movie Chris watched. and watched. He got mixed up. This. He, he he watched Thursday's movie, but it, it happens to the best of us, you know. Happens to the best of us. But that brings me to tell you guys this. So I want to show you guys a few things that we have coming up on Horror Research 30. Mind you, um, you're going to see like these watch party episodes, right? And you're going to see some weeks skipped. That is because what I'm doing is like, I'll show you. Know, I'll show you as I pull it up. I believe we're first. No, it's the second movie. So, no watch party this Friday. At, at least at not normal. At least not at the normal time. If one does happen, it'll be earlier in the day. After I know everything's one trillion percent, one billion percent times a trillion percent ready for the con, so we can just pack up and go Friday. Like I want to make sure everything's done. So I might do one Thursday. I might do one Friday, but it'll be earlier in the day. We'll see what happens. But those will be random movies. I do have some movies scheduled for you guys. I do have some movies scheduled. I'm going to let you guys know what's coming up. First, Friday, y'all. This Friday, Fandom Fest. August 12th to the 14th. Go to fandomfest.org for more information. But I will be there with some merch, with the podcast, kicking it. Hope to see you guys there. Have some fun. Have some laughs. You know, give me some, give us some ideas for some movies to review, or some movies you would like. Would you like to see us review, or you would want to review with us, either or? But that's coming up. Exciting! Then, you haven't been at one of those since basically the pandemic started, right? As far as host, yeah, as far as like being on, being there as a host of something, you know what I mean? With my yeah. podcast, yeah, yeah. But you'll just feel so good, so good. There was another kind I was going to do originally that was takes it's called sci-fi horror fest or something out in like Vernon, New York. I was originally going to do that before I knew about this con. And I'm going to do that one next year for sure, though, for sure. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I had to do it right in my backyard. It's my hometown. I couldn't I couldn't miss this first one, too. I couldn't miss this. I had to be a part of it. So I'm a part of it. Hopefully for many years to come, but we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, so here's what's coming up. Thursday, The Burning. And then in two weeks from, or in a week from Friday, not this Friday, but the following Friday, August 19th, the movie Duel. That's going to be a fun one. And then here's what I'm talking about now, right here, right? So Insidious Chapter 2. Now, we just did Insidious Chapter 1 this past Friday. Mm-hmm. I believe, or the Friday before, and I don't remember. So what I'm doing is when I do these franchise movies, they're going to be played every other Friday. So that in between, you know, people are coming in here, you're not getting bored of the franchise. You're getting something in between. And those of you who just want to watch the franchise, like, oh, I can't. okay, I know he's doing it every other week, so I'll skip this week and wait till the franchise, or however you would want to do it. But So that's why I'm doing right, it like right. this. So it's Insidious, Chapter 2. Insidious Chapter Three, but the dates, I, these are just the movies that I have picked out already. The other, the other movies, the ones that are in between, I don't have those dates. So the dates, as you can see, are two weeks away from each other. So Insidious Chapter Three, uh, September 9th, and September twenty third, the last key, and then October fifth, Fear Street. Because I have never seen the Fear Street, but I was like, I need, I need to watch them. I want to watch them. So now I'm gonna do it because of the watch party. So I'm doing the three Fear Street movies, and that goes all the way to November 4th. And I will possibly be accepting picks. Oh, Mick. How's it What's going? Up, man? How's it going? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why? Make them hungry? Because they're crunching in their ear. Or you make them hungry. Who knows? Some people probably have a fetish for that, though. That's, do you hear it? Because I'm almost positive I set up my filter so you don't hear little noises like that. 
Maybe he was watching you chew, and he was mm. lips. That's funny. Mick, how's it going, though, man? How are you doing? How's Casey doing? How's the pod doing? How's the family? And Chris, same to you. How's everybody? How are you? I'm right. fed. I'm good. No one dies now. That's good. I've eaten. I've eaten. The world is spared. That's good. <laughs> That's, I'm happy to hear that. He's calm, guys. He's, he's good. He ate. Now, here's the little conundrum, the quinky dink we have going on. Whatever you want to call it. Chris watched the wrong movie. Yep, yep. He watched Thursday's movie. I watched tonight's movie. So we're just going to try to discuss them both. Um, Start with the ratings, which I gave this movie a seven. Okay. List. And what were you giving uh, The Burning? Uh, six. Six? Yep. Ooh. See, now, that those scores aren't bad at all. On either like on either end of the spectrum for us, because I remember you. Yeah, I think it's you that are saying if it's like a five, if it's a five or under a five, I'm not. I would never watch it again. Yeah, I don't bother, and I would never recommend it. <laughs> so you would okay? You would recommend this one then for a few reasons. Okay, let's do it. Like, give me your reasons why I should watch this. I mean, I I know I have to because of the podcast shit, but give me a reason why I have to, why I should watch this movie. You're a slasher fan. It's one of the first actual slasher films that like made slasher films what they are. And it has Tom Savini doing the effects. Sold like a slave. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Fuck You're it. An idiot. I, said it. I said it. Loosen up, people. Loosen the fuck up. <laughs> we got to laugh at shit. But nah, um... This movie was like a murder mystery. There was blood in it, but not too much. And when you see the killer, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Like, I I, uh, I enjoyed this movie for the most part. It was a little boring. You know, it was a little boring, dull parts like in any movie. But for the most part, I was enjoying it. And it's... I'll definitely watch it again. Okay. I'll definitely watch it again. Like, I feel like, it's at, I feel like this is one of those ones... I can watch one more time. Like, if the wife was like, hey, what did you guys review last time? Like, I played in the dark. How was it? Actually, it was pretty good. I think you would like it. And she was like, oh, she's going to watch it. I'd sit down and watch it with her type of nice. deal. Um, I recommend it. I definitely recommend it. I don't want to give too, too much away just because we're not doing, like, a regular review. So I want you I want you guys to – I do really recommend this movie. I want you guys to check it out and tell me what you guys think. This is the first time watching me. I'm giving it a 7 right now. But I'm thinking of pushing it up to a 7.5, maybe even an 8. Because the more I think about it, the more I'm like, this shit was enjoyable. This shit was enjoyable. I actually watched it about two and a half times, maybe a little bit more than a half, because I watched it earlier while I was working, kind of like, the, you know, the watch, listen in the background kind of thing. You're paying attention to it. And then I did a um, over on Stream Lounge, which you guys should be signed up for. It's free to sign up for it. If you have all those platforms, you know what I'm talking about, the movie stream platforms. Guess what? You can join me on all those streams. It'll be fun to do it. Host a watch party with me. You know, have some fun. Have a drink if you drink, a smoke if you smoke, or just some juice or water or soda. It's all good. Snacks, some good laughs, and we just watch whatever. We just watch some horror, you know, and have a good time, have some laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's party. But yeah, I think I think you would enjoy this movie if you ignore some of the faults in it with the visual effects. But you have to remember, it came out in the eighties. If you can ignore that, which because I think the story is good enough to hold up to an extent. Okay. I think the story is good enough to hold up, and the cinematography is not like garbage, but it's just honestly, it's just the technology. Okay, okay. but it's like a respect. It's I don't know. I just I really liked it. I really so liked so it. give give me a, a little book report on it. Give me a synopsis. Hmm. Let me try to think about this without giving it away too much. Fuck it, I'll just read the synopsis. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? You can't give me a summary of the movie? I have to get like a... Hang on. A refresher. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Two and a okay. half times watched, by the way. Yeah. 
still needs a refresher on what the movie was about. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so there's a there's a compo there's a killer who is stalking a composer, right? Okay. At some well, they say posh, which is probably like you know the shit or dust shit back in the day. Well, this dude was writing a score for a horror film, and like he finds all these incriminating clues around the house, but he can't figure uh -huh. out who did it. Like when he finds shit and figure out why, like why this person's missing and all that, and then things start to unravel as the movie goes on. Okay. And it was the story was told pretty well though. Like the story was really told pretty well. I'm just like, wow. And the fascination this person has for the for blades. Okay. It's kind of almost sex. I don't want to say I'll say sensual, not sexual, but like sensual. Okay. And it's gonna fucking. I don't. So yeah, there, he there, had a little bit of a knife there, fetish. There, there, there's this, there's something I want to say to you, but I'm not going to because it's gonna give it away. And I don't. I want to see if you can figure it out. I don't want to. I don't want to give you any more clues about it. All I want to say is, yo. Check this shit out. If you've never seen this movie, this movie really has me excited. Like, this movie has me really fucking excited. I don't even know why, because it wasn't, like, amazing, but it was just really good and just kept me entertained. Kept me entertained. Okay. Had a few chuckles with it. And you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then you're just like, oh, for me, at least, I was like, holy shit. What the fuck? What? I forgot all about this person. <laughs> Okay, so a few surprises, few twists. Yeah. What uh, what, what was the, as far as the practical or the uh, the effects or whatnot? You were saying they not don't bad. hold up as much, but honestly, I think it's more so just how the camera looks, like how the visuals look coming off. You know what I mean? Which okay. I don't hate because I love that old style, the old school view. I love because I think it's beautiful. I think it just it makes me want to hit rewind in life and go back to those times. Yeah. With this technology, though, at the same time, so we could just like, hey, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I know that my mom said you can't come over, but we could talk like this or vice versa. Like, get off the damn computer, Chris. <laughs> but no, but seriously though, like it, it brings you back to that kind of setting. Like, I wish I would have seen this movie, you know, twenty five years ago when I was, you know, kicking it with your friends and family, watching hmm. it in front of the TV in the living room and something. Okay. I think I would have enjoyed it more. But I really didn't like. I really did enjoy this fucking movie. Like, it's a fun slasher mystery type, fun horror movie, and I'm actually gonna bump this shit up to an eight because I had a really good time with this movie. And this may be even like again because I'm not doing it by what year the movies came out, people. I'm doing it the easier way. I'm doing it by the, the movie that I seen for the first time this year. This might. This is in the top five. For really, horror. this is in the top five for me. Yeah. It really is like, and it, it's gonna look a little cheesy, but if you really just pay attention to the story and you're paying attention, and I know how you are, because I know you like to just pick at shit and investigate, it, like, hmm, and think about it and analyze and all that shit. This is one of those. Okay. And you're gonna be like, yeah. so it's a it's a whodunit with yeah. a musician of horror movies. Yeah, he's a composer. He's trying to he's creating a horror score. So this, so this is if John Carpenter became a slasher. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You know, you don't know say? I can't say. I can't say. If Hans Zimmer went Freddy on him, <laughs> went Michael on him. Let me move this up to an eight, but I want to. I'm just going to change the background. Yes, I'll go back and forth with. I'm, I'm interested with the, the 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 cover. I'm trying to figure out what's going on on that left side there. Like, there's a staircase with like demon eyes. It almost looks like it's an open mouth type deal. So I'm like, okay, how does that play into the movie? Does it even play into the movie at all? Hang on. I'm gonna try to pull up an overlay for you, so you can see it better. Blade in the dark. Blade in the dark. Right. Excuse me. You want to see the movie cover? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying I see the the eyes there in the staircase. Okay, okay, okay. So it's it's kind that's, of okay. It's not like the staircase. That's a pretty is. cool cover. That's shirt. And the smaller one, it looked like it was a, a wide open mouth, and the staircase was uh, coming out of it type deal. 
So it's kind of like, okay, how does that play in? That shit, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Little, little lovey-dovey slasher musical thing, Umar Bob, that I need to check out and figure out. Okay. No, okay. not musical, but it's it's entertaining. I'll say that. So you're telling me not at no point does the music play into this whole situation? No, it does. It okay. does in such a... Yo, this is what makes me like it even more that you said that, yo. This might be an 8.5. The music... Because I know you're going to pay attention to this because I know how much you love music, but try not to dance and just watch what's going on. Uh-huh. It plays so beautifully and so well with what's going on around him. You're just like, okay. oh, my God, this is perfect. Is it is yeah. it one that, like, Kelvin would goo gaga over because it's a lot of synth wave music or whatnot? It, it, I just want to say this. It's something that makes sense what's going on. Like, okay. I, why he doesn't notice what's going on, I'll say that. That's all I'm going to say. Why he doesn't notice what's going on because of the music, because he's composing music and it's loud. Got you. But it was, oh, it was so dope. And, and I, I was enjoying the music, too. I was like, this could be, like, I could see this being some sort of, like, horror-themed something, movie, show, anything. Now I want to know what the hell he's playing on. Is he playing an organ? Is he playing some xylophones? Is he having an orchestra with him? Now I'm going to have to check this out, figure this out. Mm-hmm. But so... It's on you, my man. Let me move this up to an eight, though, for myself. So, what made you what what made you give this movie a six? Like, why did you you know what I mean? Like, what what did this movie do for you or not do for you or whatever? Uh it's a bit dated because it came out back in the day or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's edited well. The sound is decent. The uh, music is decent. The practical effects were pretty cool. That's Tom Savini's job there. Um, he's basically the guy you know him from Friday Thirteenth Part One, um, Evil Dead, right? Yeah, I believe so. He did a lot of shit. He did a lot of shit. Um, it, it it's a bit slow at the beginning. Uh, the circumstances and situation is is kind of fucked up, but at the same time, I like certain things that they did with the story as far as with time or whatnot it's not yeah it was slow but it made sense mm. with some of the things like it took them five years to get to a certain point essentially so like something happens at the beginning and then it goes to five years later and mm. then more things unfold after the fact you know due to the events that unfolded at the beginning um it it had jason alexander it was one of his he was super young so fucking uh What's his name from Seinfeld? Uh, Jerry's best friend there. The George. Short, yeah. Costanza. Um, had a couple other people. Helen. Was it Helen Hunt or Helen Hunter? Helen I forgot Hunt? now. Helen it might have been Helen Hunt. No, it might have been Helen Hunt. Helen Keller was dead, dumbass. <laughs> um, I did that for Henry. He would have said it. He was here. <laughs> it. Practical effects were okay, but like I said, things were dated. Some of the scenes and shit like that that they did were very cliche. Um, but it's it's tough too because it's at a point where slasher films are kind of fresh. This yeah. came out in eighty one, so we're just coming off of Halloween. We're just coming off of Exorcist. We're just coming off of Friday Thirteenth. And Freddy, uh, my or. Jason. Nightmare on Elm Street didn't really... When did that first come out? 81? 82? I honestly do not know. Yeah, I want to say it was early... Maybe 83? I always forget. I always forget. But it didn't exactly... It wasn't there yet. But So, this also plays... And it's funny, because as as I'm getting through it and I got through it or whatnot, I just kept... 84, okay. Um, So, technically... Like, you can almost say this movie kind of was the catalyst, I would say. Like, after you had some of those movies like Halloween that started the Michael Myers and, like, that that scary slasher, like, out there and giving you the perspective view of him. Uh, you know how the, they change the camera. You don't see the character. You just see what they're looking at type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they do that a bit. And then... Uh, by the time the end of it came, 
I just kept having the same notion and notion over and over and over again that this was like this had to have been the inspiration or at least where the idea came forth movies later on. Oh, I'm talking way later on, like Urban Legends, like um, I Know What You Did Last Summer, stuff like it, that. You can even go to an amazing show, Stranger Things, especially with this season. Uh, I don't know. Did you see this movie? No, but I'm just saying with the Nightmare on Elm Street comparison. No, I'm not Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm talking about this movie. Oh no! no I, I'm saying I'm saying this movie after those that. other movies that were earlier than it probably led the way to all that stuff and is what molded the genre of like the slasher. Um, uh, I don't know, Henry. According to Henry, I seen this when I went out to Colorado last year, but I accidentally got high like ninety percent of the time I was there. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. That I I feel like that's what happened because and then like I did a little research too and come, come to find out. This was actually written before Friday the 13th. Mm. So technically, this should have been out first, but then got kind of pushed to the side. And then fucking the Weinsteins started their own company, Miramax. And this is the movie they did, the first movie that actually catapulted them. Question for you now. Do you think this would have hit off better if it came before Friday the 13th? Or do you think it hit off better after Friday the 13th because of Friday the 13th and the popularity from it being a slasher? Honestly, I think it would have been the same. Okay. Yeah, because again, I don't, I don't view Friday the 13th movies as spectacular movies. They're, they're decent horror movies. You know what I mean? I, the, the, the highest I'll give any Friday the 13th is maybe a 7.5, 8. The least I would give them is like a five, four and a half, five. Because not all of them were great to me. Like, they were okay. There were a few that were like, all right, I guess. But I'll, other than that. I'll, I, I do love Friday the 13th, but they do, ha- they do have some bad bad ones that I enjoy. But I think I, I enjoy them because it's Friday the 13th. Just because it's Friday the 13th. Yeah, You're not looking at it subjectively as, hey, is this movie good Jason. or bad? You're like, it's Jason. This is great. Yeah. It just brings me to a great, a happy space. As weird and as fucked up as that may sound to you people, but that just brings me to that space of just being a kid, sitting down with my cousins and my brothers and shit, friends, watching TV, watching this, eating candy and all that shit on the USA Network coming on every Friday the 13th. That whole weekend, just glued to the damn TV. It showed the same to you over and over and over. Gotcha. gotcha. But hey. But hey. Yeah, they, yeah. Did, they, they did a decent job with the this, like certain effects with like skin and some of the kills. Some of them were okay. Some of them weren't. And then some of the shots they tried. I don't know why movies used to do this, but they instead of them figuring out how to shoot at night, they would shoot at a daytime and then make it look like it's nighttime. And that that little things like that is why I said it's dated and it kind of falls a little bit short for certain things. Um, for especially this time of movies or whatnot. But it holds up. If it wasn't. If it wasn't as slow as it was for the first like hour, this would have been probably an eight movie for me. Mm. Um, but th- those shortcomings, I it is what it is. You know what I mean? They're they're, they're not there. It's not an eight. It's not a nine. It's not a ten. It's a it's a six. It did things decently. It did things pretty well, especially for the time that it was with the technology and special effects it had. So story wasn't horrible. And like I said, I enjoy that they actually took some time to kind of build, but a little too much. And then there's also realism in like, hey, an event happened and then it takes time for the person or whatnot to kind of get through and fucking start doing what they do. I I thought it was it was like I said it's decent. I'd, I'd probably watch it again at some point. I'm not like hurrying to watch it. I'm not like yeah, I'll watch this every Halloween. But if it's on, I don't care. I'll watch it if I happen to be scrolling and you know four or five years from now I happen to remember Yo, it. All right, yeah, let me watch it if I'm bored. I'm glad you said that because that brings up a nice conversation right there. And this goes to anybody that's listening or watching right now. If you're watching live, I mean, if you're watching later on, drop it in the comments and we'll get back to you. But uh. Oh, fuck. Is is James gonna be on Thursday? I think so. I think so. Okay. I was like, are we trying not to spoil because of that? Because so that he can get in on the conversation too, or anything? Or no, just to kind of make it a little more intriguing to watch the movie, so you're still surprised. So because we still have to watch it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yep. Because no, if we both watch the same movie, I would have spoiled the shit out of that. Fuck James. 
He knows that. He knows. Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say originally now. That girl says, hello, Sturdy. Hello. Yo, I want to... I think... So the last watch party I have as far as franchises is the... um, the Netflix series, the Fear Street series. I'm thinking about doing Nightmare on Elm Street next if I can find them all on like Netflix or whatever. I, I, think, I think there's a bunch of them on Netflix and on Tubi. I'm gonna check that out because if, if so, I'm gonna do those the next weeks after that and go through that franchise. Nice. I haven't seen it in a long freaking like going through the whole thing. I haven't seen it in a few years, so I just added the one with uh, Jackie Earl Healy on uh, my Netflix uh, list or whatnot, my watch list. I'll watch that last. Fuck, I forgot about that one. Yeah, it's fine. I'll be okay. Well, if it's not technically part of the franchise, like, sequel, so... No, but I still you know count I mean? it as, like, in that... It's, like, in that alternate universe, kind of how Marvel can be in an alternate universe. It's still it's still Marvel, but just in a different universe. It's, it's like that. It's like that, it's just in a different universe. It's still Freddy, just in a different universe. I'm just like I got. I have to separate it from that, and it's. I hard. swear to God, if if now all of a sudden Miramax or whoever whoever's doing the or New Line Cinema, Bloomhouse, I don't think they own Freddy. Nah, isn't that I New think, Line? I see. I think it's New Line, but if they can get Freddy off, that they're guaranteeing. That they can get uh, Robert Englund to play Freddy one more time. Who, Blue Mouse? That that they said if they can get the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street, they guarantee they can get Robert to play Freddy one more time. Nah, the guy's seventy five. He's not playing no slasher, running around chasing kids. Fucking a quarter of his age. Nah, they would probably just have him in certain shots. Like they'd probably have like you see Freddy in the shadows or in the background more so. So it'd be someone like. Me or you playing Freddy, obviously. Mm. But you know what I mean? And then the close-up shots and all the voice thing would be him. Gotcha. That wouldn't be bad. I mean, we would obviously notice it, but it wouldn't be terrible. And it might be the best thing we can get. I know some people are just like, sturdy or fucking crazy. But honestly, because of his age and stuff and the physicality of the character, it might be the best we can get. Get David Howard Thornton to play Freddy. There you go. Get David Howard Thornton to play He plays Art the Clown. So he can do that awesome body movement and the face, all that crazy shit. Perfect. Get David to play Freddy for all the moving parts and get Robert to do just the voice and the close-ups. Boom. Done deal. Somebody send that to David. And sounds expensive. <laughs> sounds like a great fucking idea. So, it sounds expensive. Sounds but, like Robert England's gonna get like eight to ten million, and then fucking Homeboy's gonna get like two million. There goes twelve million of the hundred million dollar budget right there. Ten percent of the budget just on the one character. Listen, listen, listen. You got there's there's still soundtrack, there's still story and writers, there's still f- film crew and videographers and cinematographers and uh, wardrobe and CGI and fucking all the uh, soundtrack and all that shit. Yeah, that, that sounds really take expensive. Sometimes you gotta take risks. Yeah, I think I think I think if it's not him doing it all together, just leave it be, or find somebody who can bring a new sense of the magic to the character and recreate it, and then run with that. Um, I'm Jackie O'Haley wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I think the things around that movie, as far as the supporting cast and the other characters, like the teens and shit like that, that was that movie's downfall. I don't think the writing was all that horrible. It could have been a slight bit better, but not like much. I'll have to go back and watch that again. And I'm a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I'm a huge Freddy Krueger fan. Like, I'll tell you right now, part two is my least favorite. <laughs> one, is, really- one is, like, my first favorite. Three, four is dope as fuck. The new Nightmare, where it's the movie inside, the movie is, like, one of my favorite. I think that was so dope how they did that. Yeah, I'm going to go back. Well, like I said, I'm going to do a watch party for those. Maybe that'll be the next franchise I do. And then after that, we'll see. Maybe I'll do Freddy because I haven't done those in a while. I haven't watched them on my own or with the wife in a while. Just maybe start like one. No, just start one, then watch something else, and a new horror movie will drop, and then be frightened. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. 
Well, if you want to be a guest in the podcast, all you have to do is ask. <laughs> just, just ask, Curtis. Nah, but yeah, this 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 plays off of a very nostalgic, campy slasher, camp slasher, or 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 uh, sleepaway slasher, I would call it. Sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, you're you're gonna enjoy it. You're you're gonna enjoy it. I I think you're gonna be like, fuck, man. If this thing wasn't slow, it, 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 this shit was really dope. But other than that, or you might not, or you might be like, you know what? The slowness wasn't that bad. Like I said, it wasn't horrible. Off like, of I, my, off of what you said, my guess for next week for myself is eight. Okay. What's your guess for uh, a blade in the dark for yourself? Mm. Off of what you said, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something like a six, six, seven, six. I'll say six point five, right in the middle. How close we are and see what James gives them both. I can see him giving sixes for both, honestly. Yeah, I mean from your description, I'm I'm concerned about it being a bit slow and draggy. Draggy. But other than that, I think it's gonna be decent. I don't think it's gonna be like, yo, this is well, straight garbage, what were you thinking? I th- I really do think I'm not saying you'll give it an eight like I did because we do we the way we rate is completely different people if you guys haven't figured that out by now like I go from I'm the only one on here that goes from a negative ten to a positive ten except Kelvin where he really hates a movie yeah but other than that I'm the only one these guys do the positives but they even rank the movies different on that so it's like yeah we have our own weird rankings good luck I guess tally, I guess tally the scores up and kind of go by that and you'll kind of get. Probably some bullshit, but you'll get something. <laughs> Probably get some bullshit, but you get something. What do you mean? What do you mean? Tally scores up? No, no, no. I was saying if they did like a, you know, put tally our scores up. Did the did the what the hell is that? Rate it? Not rate it. Average. No, thank you. Average score. Go by average. Of us three, or us three and whoever else is on. That'll give you guys yeah. a rating. I mean, that's that's. A fair assessment, either way, you know what I mean? Because if if you think the movie's a nine, and I go it's a four, and then James is like it's a six, guess what? The average is it's yep. gonna be right around a six. So I mean that's pretty fair, six to seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all right, yeah, it might be worth my time, might be worth my watch. Yeah. It's a good good little consensus, good little <laughs> pool, polling pool here. With the three of us, just kind of like what the fuck. Then there's movies that some of us love that the others hate. Like what the like X, I think was one of them. You couldn't stand. Yeah, yeah I gave I gave it like a three and a half or a four, just being generous. I gave it a ten. Yeah, which I I still don't understand. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I did like the Black Phone better though, but I gotta watch them both again, back to back. So then you gotta you take your ten away from the X. Nope. That's how I felt when I watched that movie. Just it felt a little bit better with Black Home. That's all. And they're different. Com- they're different types of horror. They have similarities. Uh, are they? Are they different kinds of horror? Hmm. They're both yeah. crazy white people that abduct people or trap people. You got a point. Both really good movies. <laughs> Both really good movies, man. What was the, oh yeah, Black Phone was decent. I forgot what I gave Black Phone. What did I give Black Phone? An eight? Eight, yeah. I gave it yeah. a ten. James gave it a nine. That was such a good movie. That was such a good it movie. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I don't I don't know, like I said on the last episode either. I don't know if I could do another one or any more or a backstory or whatnot. Yeah, I mean I think they could they could have just thrown that into this movie. Mm-hmm. And given us like a glimpse as to what made this guy fucked up, but other than that, I don't need another two-hour movie to explain that. I'm excited to watch it though. I really am. Like just to be like, oh shit, oh to watch what the burning because I, I want to see if because you gave it a six. So I want to see how far we are off with that for one, and see mm-hmm. how far off or on I am with my guess, my guesstimate. Hmm. That. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's okay. I, I mean, I'm, I keep saying okay, like it's a bad thing. It's it's decent. It did its job. It had this been 1981 and we just saw this and we were doing this podcast, it was something that was new and fresh. The, the uh, practical effects were pretty dope. This probably, at the time, probably would have been like a seven and a half, eight to me. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, this shit was crazy. Y'all need to see this, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, we're, we're, we're so far past all of that era of movies and quality and all different things that you can show praise to it. You can, you know, see and that- give give it its, you know, its credit where it's due. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that, I mean, we still have other movies to compare it to. So that's why it's like, it kind of sucks. Like, okay, can't can't just give this thing an eight, nine because it's. It's not an eight nine. See, it's way better. And it's way better in its same genre. I look at it a little bit different. Like I feel like no lie, I just get locked in like when I'm watching these type of movies, I just get locked in like that era in a sense. Even just being like say five years old, between like five to ten watching these movies. But kind of still in that era, you know what I mean? And I just I get locked. So I just I enjoy the graininess. I enjoy all that shit. And that's not what bothered bothered me. That stuff isn't what bothered me. Like the quality of like the image or whatnot isn't isn't it's just techniques that they use and things that they did and just it just it just wasn't all there. Just wasn't all there. Slight technicalities. And like I said, the long draw at the beginning. If that long draw in the beginning wasn't there and there was more going on in that space, then it like I said, probably would have been an eight movie for me. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. And Henry, like I said, Henry said I seen it, so maybe, maybe you're, it'll, you know, you're gonna see this thing and be like, "Oh my god!" Oh shit! I see, did see this. Yeah, because people people reference this to like fucking um. Two girls. <sighs> no, I was close. No, not even nowhere near. Um, <laughs> is this Sleepaway Camp? It's got fucking the Scream Queen in it. What's her name? Fucking. The one that was in that movie we just recently saw. For the Sorrows? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Hideaway Camp or Sleepaway Camp? One of those. I forget what the hell it name is. But yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's pretty much what, what it, it feels like. But like I said, I feel like this was literally the source of the movies later on 20 25 years later of like urban legends or like um i know what you did last summer first of all it's based on an urban legend which i think james had mentioned once or twice campy or or something like that or crampy i forgot i don't remember Um, and and that's a legend like in our region apparently crumpy crumpy i think his name was crumpy and yeah, it's just even like the way they they do like certain shots in the darkness of him and shit like that. Like, it just gives you that that like v- silhouette and vibe of like the urban legend or just like fucking that dude from fucking uh, I know what you did last summer. I'm telling you, I got something to say, Chris. So I'm gonna try to make time in October to do a watch party to watch one of your favorite movies, Blair Witch. Good for you. You're welcome. I love that fucking movie. Mm. So, one of these Fridays in October, we're going to be watching What did it. I have to do with anything, and where did that come from? Because it, it just hit me. I'm like, what the fuck? That had nothing to do with the conversation. It just hit me. I had to say it. I had to say it out loud. I had to get out there in the world. But, yeah. So, it looks like a blade in the dark... You're expecting me to give it a what you said? Uh, I said a six and a half. Wait, no, 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 no. You said yours. I said mine. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would agree with your your assumption. I think you're gonna fall somewhere between the seven eight range. Not mad at that at all. Because you're you're not as like critical about certain things, and like you said, you'd like you you you're able to like just adapt. Let flaws be the flaws. Well, no, not really adapt. I mean, it's just you're you're just not as picky about certain things. You're like, okay, whatever. I'm not even paying attention to that. Yeah. 
think there's more more of that and then just again i know it's the cheat code but the nostalgia of it i love it i know you do too but it's just and then horror is my favorite genre so i always give it like a little boost for that and then with the entertainment for it for me i'm like okay i was entertained with this i was pretty surprised with this the first time i watched it yeah it's funny too because um tom savini denied doing or declined doing huh no, but I was going to say it's funny because we're talking about two different movies, like watching this. The twist in this. You'll, I just can't wait for you to watch it. Yeah, wait. Why? Oh, I'm so confused. Me too. I forgot what we were talking about. I thought we were Because you threw in that shit about Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. Watch Party in October. I saved it on the <laughs> I don't forget. Keep up, brother. Keep up. <laughs> Yeah, it's already written down. No, I'm. That's why you don't remember what we were just talking about because you threw that shit in the mix. Focus, oh. focus. No, but um, Tom Savini actually de- declined doing the second Friday the Thirteenth to do this movie because he said this is stupid. There is no Jason. He's not. He's dead. He's not coming back. There's no reason for him. If anybody watches this movie, they're stupid. <laughs> So that's why that's why he did this movie and not Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. I'm one stupid motherfucker. <laughs> I watch that shit a lot. I've watched that. that. Those movies, I've probably seen those movies more than I've seen any movie in the world, and it's probably by not even a close margin. And that's yeah, not you even- can you can see this point though, right? Like the kid was dead. He's in a lake. He there was no coming back. His mom was the one doing the kills. There 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 was no Jason after that. Like you can say that about all of them. Well, that's what he's saying. If you watch any movie after part one, he's like, people are stupid. I'm not doing this movie. That's literally why he fucking didn't do this movie. (laughs) That's why he did this movie instead for the wine scenes and not part two for uh, Friday the 13th. (laughs) Terrible. I still want his autograph, though, but terrible time. Terrible time. From from the, the god of practical horror. I have to. I have to. I'd be fucking stupid if I didn't. Like, uh, no, nah, I don't want your autograph because <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. Bro, by the way, Netflix has you know the the series they did like um, the music that uh, that made us or the toys that made us and shit like that. They have one now for movies. You gotta check it out. There's like four seasons of it. There's total of twenty episodes or so. Three seasons, total of 20 episodes. Some are four episodes, some are six episodes. One of them's like 16. What's it called yeah, again? The Movies That Made Us. It's the on movie. Netflix. Got it, got it. Yep. Oh. They go over Halloween, they go over Nightmare on Elm Street, they go over Friday the 13th, they go over Ghostbusters, Die Hard, Dirty Dancing. Um, those <laughs> are just the ones that come in off the top of my head, but they go over a bunch of different movies. That's it, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park. Wow. Nice. I'll have to check yeah, that so out. It's, it's a good time. It's like 30, 40 minutes of an episode just telling them about all of the exploits of them doing the movies and shit like that. Like where designs came from, what was just like in the moment, which was what was a fuck up and they kept or whatnot. It's, it's super dope. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that shit out. The Ghostbusters one made me like, really? And Die Hard. Die Hard and Ghostbusters was like, how the fuck did these movies get made? And how the fuck did it do so well for all this shit? Like, it's just when it happens, I think that those movies are just those movies. It's like, holy shit. It gets that popular. It gets what it is, I feel now. It gets the popularity, of course. People enjoy it. And mostly people enjoy it, you know, during a certain time of year, maybe even with certain people or whatever. And then you give it that nostalgia feel. So you're never going to give it, like, say, if you look at the quality, everything about the movie, you're like, okay, this movie really deserves a five. I'm not saying it does. So don't even put that in the record books. I'm just using that as an example. But you give it, like, an eight, nine, ten. You know what I mean? Because it has, like, that that warm feeling type of movie. Oh, no. I'm just talking about, like, when you find out what exactly was going on behind the scenes and, Uh, like, uh, how things, like, yo, they just made it to the deadline. Like... They didn't have a soundtrack for one movie. I'm not going to tell you what movie it was. They didn't have a song or nothing. And it was a fucking dancing movie. And they filmed every scene to just a metronome clicking. What movie was that? I'm not telling you until you watch the series. 
Dirty Dancing. It was, yeah. I was just guessing. I was about to say, <laughs> it was, it was. Nice. Or, or hey, you only got, we'll do your movie, but you only have 10 months to do it. And then there was no script written. There was no actors. One of the actors didn't show up till the day of filming beginning. Like, that's crazy. The fuck? <laughs> no song until the week it premiered. That's even crazier. No theme song. Oh, no title. No title rights for the movie that they just finished filming until like a week or two before the fucking premiere. That doesn't even make any damn sense. <laughs> Holy shit. And somehow the movie is so fucking popular, like yeah. to this fucking day. And oh, that part wasn't Dirty Dancing. Just the the metronome click thing was Dirty got Dancing. It, there's, there's other movies, but like, yeah, I was like, holy fuck! Like to think all this shit going on, and like the one movie with uh, the no title thing. The only reason they got the title is because the studio ended up firing the executive producer or the executive that greenlit the movie. And he ended up going to the other studio that owned the thing, and they came and asked him, and he said, yep, sure. (laughs) That industry is wild. Like, how the fuck did that work out? (laughs) That's just some shit. (laughs) Some cool-ass shit. But that's what I mean. Like, stuff like that is kind of cool to learn about behind the scenes. And that's why, like, that's why I love bonus features, especially for special effects movies like this and stuff like that. I miss stuff like that. It's because I would sit there and watch all 10 hours of those special features on those DVDs and Blu-rays. You know what I mean? Like, where did all that go? People don't want that no more. Like, I still like watching the process. I still like learning about the behind the scenes or what, like, the actors fucking, mm-hmm. like, because they're in the moment, they're acting and they're being given direction and shit. But all this stuff is happening. It's like... What are they thinking right now with all this fucking chaos or all this shit happening or this drama yeah. or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, and they still pull it off. Like, that shit's super dope to me. Or like, no, hey, I, we I, had to get the shot and we had to get this effect, but we had no clue how. So we tried something and we played it off and it kind of worked and the execs were happy with it. So close enough, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. and then it ends up being an iconic scene. And it's like, yeah. This fuck up was or crazy. a line or something that was ad libbed or you know what I mean? Like I love shit like that. Yeah, this. Damn, it makes you want to watch some old ass movies, man. There you go. You gotta pull out the DVD collection so you get all the bonuses. <laughs> like Blu-rays don't really give you all that. They give you like the little featurette that's like super edited and super like montaged up and like you know what I mean? Like they just released one for um uh, Multiverse of Madness with uh, Bruce Campbell actually being the, the storyteller and the narrator and it's like that was cool and all but at the same time it was just very it felt like a production itself you know what I mean mm. it didn't feel like a documentary it didn't feel like the behind the scenes it, it felt like a production of the production it was to me it was like alright cool but not what it used to be not what it, yeah. it should have been yeah that's fair that's fair Yo, <laughs> two weeks, man. A week from Saturday. The Avengers Endgame is going to yes. be a wild, wild time. Because, again, if it's as good as Infinity Wars was, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. That, that'll that just be ridiculous. That'll I can't be- wait to see your impression. I can't wait to tell you mine on it. Because if it's that damn good, shit. I don't know what the fuck to tell you guys anymore. I don't know what to tell you guys anymore because there was three movies I can say through this whole franchise that I can say I can do without. Like, if they were gone, I wouldn't miss them. Right. Three movies out of. I don't fucking know how many movies there were. Including, I think we're on 26 at the moment. <laughs> including the shorts. Great freaking time. Great yeah, he, he'd rather some of the shorts than the other full-length feature films that he's talking about. Those three. The the two minutes, eight minutes, 16 minutes, like, they, quick but, little things. But they were so perfect. Like, every, I, from what I can remember, every single one, maybe there was one or two that were like a miss or like a light miss, were damn near perfect, like phenomenal. And I still say in the beginning of that Thor movie, which call was eating that donut, eating one of the donuts, it would have been perfect. 
or he's like I said, eating a chocolate donut and or would have got off the car, got out the car and got the fucking white powder off of him or something. Yeah. And he's chewing on one. There are a couple one shots that for some reason they didn't put them in the timeline on Disney Plus. So I mean we'll watch those at some point. But they were I think two or two of them were Thor related. Okay. So and they actually have like Chris Henworth on the cover or whatnot of them. So we'll we'll check those out and do our, our little records of them here and eventually. But I'm getting excited as well because since we're coming around the end here of the uh, Phase 3, the like Infinity Stones and all that stuff with Marvel, I'm going to be transitioning to a bunch of other movies and a bunch of other things for you guys. So you're going to want to watch the Midnight Matinee, hit the subscribe, go to the YouTube channel for the worst damn gamer, and like and follow. Get down in the comments. Give suggestions of movies you want us to watch and talk about. Mm-hmm. There's tons of great stuff. Oh, there's so much. There's so much. So what are we doing Thursday, then? The Burning. Because James is going to okay, watch Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The Burning. That's right. You already watched it. So just I guess just watch um, what you call it, because you already watched it. Yeah, I'll watch this one. And then I'll watch, well, The Burning, because I didn't watch this. And we'll see what James thinks of both of them. And I guess we'll see what you think of this one. Yep. Well, you know what I mean. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're going to see what I think of A Blade in the Dark, and then we're going to see what you think of with start with uh james the burning yes yes i hope when i i hope when i'm watching the burning i recognize it i'm like oh shit henry was right either way i'm gonna call him out yo you were right or nah nigga you were wrong Hmm. something tells me he was right because this is (laughs) one of those movies that i feel like is a go-to for like slasher fans and horror fans that like it's it's not super well known, but at the same time, those of you that know, no. Especially like, like I've heard of the title before, I just never watched it. But I think especially more so because I mean I've known him for fucking since I was in second grade. So you, we're both thirty six now, so I can tell you how many years. Over thirty mm-hmm. years. It's a long fucking time knowing him, nigga. But you know what type of movies I like, especially in my adult age. You know what I mean? You know it's because we have basically the same taste in movies for the most part. So it's like, yeah. I know he's going to like this or I know he's going to at least chuckle at this. Yeah. Like, Yo, check this out. Yeah. And I mean, it's it sucks because I feel like this was because like we said, for the time frame and when it came out and things that were like how it, it all played out, because this was actually written before. Uh, Friday the 13th technically should have been out before and could have been leading the way or whatnot. But since that stuff came out first and this came out a few years later and it took some time, I feel like all that stuff and its sequels overshadowed this where this would have probably had just as a big impact as those other ones and probably would have continued either more shit or whatnot. Oh, going to watch Black Phone? Nice. You're going to enjoy it. You will freaking enjoy Oh, my gosh. That movie was really good. That movie was really good. So get your popcorn. Um, if you're a crier, get your tissues and your snacks and all that good stuff. Kick your feet up and just enjoy crier? it. I can see some parts where people get a little choked up inside. Really? Okay. Awesome. Okay. You didn't cry? Well, no. Okay. No. Just asking. I will. I will say, though, Liz, when you are done watching it, when it does actually, please don't forget to go back to our episode. Besides coming on when you know when you see us live or whatnot, let us know in the comments below on that episode what you thought of it. If you agreed with our take on it or whatnot, that'd be super dope. So that continues to uh, get the conversation moving down in the comments. Please and thank you. It is an amazing. It really is a great movie. I'm glad. I'm glad that you brought that up. It was a really, really, really good movie. And if you're a fan of Ethan Hawke, you're gonna love it. Like I don't know how many times I can tell you guys this dude. As of right now, he's one of my favorite actors. Possibly of all time, but definitely like in the horror realm. Just what I've seen him from in horror. But I mean, I love White Fang, so that's you why. said you gave it a ten, right? Black Phone, yes. Okay. Yes. I wish it could have been a little darker, but you know, you guys can go listen to the episode and see why I said that. Oof, shit. You got anything else? Nah, that's it. What you got coming up? Over these next few days. What the hell's today? Today's Tuesday. Uh, a lot of posting. A lot of 
edit chops Fortnite fridays coming up on friday 10 p.m eastern standard time popcorn and pints both of us will be there saturday night 9 p.m eastern standard time what are the two movies for uh saturday night oh yeah no not this saturday we're skipping this saturday the following saturday and it's uh right. james it's james's i say it's in quotes birthday picks right and deadpool deadpool one and two yep yep so that's gonna be that should be a very fun funny entertaining energetic episode i hope from the sounds of the movies, I've never seen them before, and these guys tell me just by the, the with my sense of humor, I'm gonna enjoy them. So that means they're gonna be hilarious, and uh, I just hope I don't have to get in line for this whole Ryan Reynolds man crush that all these guys seem to have. Just make sure you're paying attention because there's a lot of like quick one-liners. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where that's where most of the humor comes from, or everything. But I fucking about, love them. I, I just saw both about, of them. What this about week. the uh, man crush of Ryan Reynolds? Are you are you in that uh, category? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Paul Walker. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. This is beautiful. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even ask about anybody else, and he just told. No. Nope. <laughs> I was gonna tell you right now. Oh man! Yeah, there's there's a handful of them. There's a handful of them. Johnny Depp, Young Antonio Banderas. So you'd faint in their presence. Oh, I'd be so fucking embarrassing. Get your big ass up, man! I can't pick you up. What the hell is wrong with you? Nah, see, I, the few times that I have been in presence of celebrities, I don't, I I haven't caught myself getting like butterflies or anything like i've been to comedy shows front row center heckling fucking <laughs> like um johnny uh, was one of your man crushes though yeah but who cares it's fine like like all right so let's say paul walker was still alive and i was at like a race event or something homeboy came out and all of a sudden like he's next to me and we start talking cars i'm not like getting all girl geekish on him at the same time you know what i mean i'm gonna be super fucking ecstatic and energized because of it but i'm not gonna be like oh my god like I've, I've met people from bands and shit like that like mm-hmm. up close person and i just hey man what's up <laughs> hey good show that was a good set really appreciate it man <laughs> like you know what i mean just like like a regular person because they're just regular people yeah no you're right you're right Regular people, just very talented at what they do, but they're just regular people. They're just regular people that made the sacrifices and stuck to their disciplines on whatever the fuck it was that all, the ninety percent of us are just like, I want to do this, I want to do that. No, I want to do this. No, I want to do that. Oh, life. Oh, work. Oh, woe is me. And you don't concentrate on the shit you should be, and that's why you don't become the top percentile. There is a pretty good percentage that slept away to the top too. Can't forget that. I mean. I'm not against it. I would. I definitely would. I knew he was going to say that. I just knew it. Why not? Oh, why the hell not? The hell? I don't know why people throw shame on it. Hey, man. Hey, if you had to, if you had to pretend to like it, you should get the role. That means your acting is top notch. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man. What and on the- that's a bombshell. Uh, which we're not so close. We're Michael Bay. Okay, Shia LaBeouf. So okay, so, well, Ariana Grande. All at the same time. Oh man, I'm past that. Were you were you on fucking Transformers and Ariana came to say hi to Shia like or something? What happened? Now I want to know. How the hell you get Michael Bay? First of all, how how do you still have your eyebrows with Michael Bay around? There's always explosions. With Shia LaBeouf, how do you still have your hair on your forehead? He didn't go crazy and shave it for you or something. And then Ariana, did you make it out? Or did you still have marks from the whips and leather? Hmm. Like good time to me. <laughs> they were filming. Was there was there a safe word for Ariana? That's that's my question. It was yeah, it was thirty. They were filming in D.C. Okay. What the hell was she filming? Oh, Ariana was at concert. Okay. Nice. We made that. We made that weird fast. Didn't even <laughs> think about it. Just went right. Did, did, no, did, not we. I mean, just me. Just me. Just, just <laughs> I'll take the blame. Yeah, but I could have. I could have. 
I could have said something other than whatever I said. I don't remember what I said, but it wasn't. It didn't help. It didn't help <laughs> stop the conversation. It probably. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm trying to say. <laughs> You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun being here on the podcast for you. 318 is our final episode as we're about to be banned and canceled in this culture. We'll see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'll show you guys what's coming up and then I'll give you guys our plugins and then we'll uh, be on out of here. So again, he's not talking about his pants. This this. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Fandom Fest in Schenectady, New York at Proctors. Go to fandomfest.org and get your tickets. You get more information. Come see your boys 30. Have a great time. You know, talk some horror with me. Buy some merch. Um, Have a beer. Am I going to drink? Nah. Nah. But uh, you have one. And have a great night. They going to have beers in that venue? I, I'm sure they'll have beer somewhere. Or maybe vendors close or something. It ain't going to be. I'm like, damn. Probably, and it'll probably be like $8 for a fucking glass of fucking Miller Lite or something. I, I don't know. I'm not Would you like a Keystone for six ninety nine? No, thank you. It's like, motherfucker, I could get a 30 rack for that much. Like, <laughs> Can I get water? That's $18. What, what the fuck? Yeah, water's healthy. You didn't know that? Yeah, but anyways, Thursday we are doing the burning, and Chris is going to let us know how he felt about the burning. Like, really uh, close again. During the discussion somewhat, and he's going to tell us how he felt about... Um, the movie we just did, which is uh, this, A Blade in the Dark. A Blade in the Dark. And then, not this Friday, but the following Friday, Duel. Yes, 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 that's Duel. Even Spielberg, huh? Party. Going to be a good time. Make sure you guys tune in. Fear is a driving force. Okay. Um, Insidious Chapter 2. Yeah, yeah. 26th. Insidious Chapter 3 will be September 9th. The Last Key will be September 23rd. And starting now with that Fear Street, October 5th. Second Fear Street, October 21st. And the last one is November 4th. And I... Like the 21st I said, is going to be the second Fear Street? Mm-hmm. Because I'm, remember, I'm skipping a week. That's not two weeks? I, I don't remember. I feel like that might be because you said the first one was what? Or you know, it is. It there's a week in between, so I can put a movie in between that's not a part of the franchise. It's just gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, it would have been around the 15th or the 17th or something like that, not the 21st. I I had to think about what you were asking. Yeah, it would, it would. I just did it like that. So you know what I mean? Like, say if you're like, okay, cool. Oh shit, we're watching Insidious, but then like the following week, we watch something completely different. It like gives you kind of it gives those ones that don't want to see it Insidious two yet. That you know what I mean? It's like okay, let me wait, whatever for whatever reason, and they're like, you know what? Cool, let's watch something completely random, and then Insidious. You know what I mean? It's kind of give flip it out. So you're not watching because what I want to do is do the franchises like that. So I'm not just doing franchise, 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 franchise. But that gets boring. Gotcha. So it's like franchise, random, franchise, random, franchise, random, and then nice. You know, kind of go go around like that and have fun with the shit. But you guys got to pull up to those because they're fun. It's a great, great, great time. Um, let me show you guys the rest of these really quick. I showed you the second Fear Street. Oh, actually, I showed you them all. So, yeah. So, yeah. after that, will be a Nightmare on Elm Street. And now we can get on out of here. Thank you guys for joining. I greatly appreciate you all. Appreciate y'all. Don't forget to come catch me, the worst damn gamer, pretty much almost every day of the week. At some point in time, I have a schedule up on my Twitch, so you can go check that out and follow that. If you don't have a Twitch, please create one and follow as well. If you feel like considering the subscribe because you're enjoying the content, you like the gaming footage and all the clips and all the banter, it's greatly appreciated. You can also come follow me on TikTok. I'm trying to get to 1,000 followers. I'm just over 500. I dipped down a little bit, now I'm back up a little bit, and I got tons of content in short form for you. I got a bunch of new stuff coming for you there as well. Uh, follow the YouTube, follow the Facebook, follow the Instagram, the TikTok for sure. I appreciate everybody. Remember, in order to be the best, you got to be the worst at times. And that's what I do most of the time, having a great time doing it for you. And I hope you enjoy it. You can go check out Dreams to Creator, our homie over on the Z Network as well. I mean, pretty much anything from designing apparel, designing branding, designing uh uh, overlays for your streams if you need somebody to capture your wedding a childbirth whatever it is a proposal at least the man for you 
let them know Sir Sturdy and Worst Damn Gamer sent you. He can hook you up with a great, dope price. If you need anything Dungeon Digital Escape, anything that's creative, there's a reason his name is Dreams Creator. Go check him out. Let them know we said what up. And then our other friend in Canada, Kyle, the Angry Canadian, is running so good at scary. Over on his Facebook page, if you send him a horror project, if you're a film creator or content creator, you have anything 30 minutes or less you want us to review, you can actually join us on one of these podcasts, and you can actually send it over to Kyle. He can get in contact with us as well, or you can go reach out to Sturdy directly. But Kyle also has a TikTok that's super interactive, so if you're down with stitching and duetting, that's the place for you because it's all horror-related. Have a great time. Let them know we said what up. And then our other girl, uh, Joe, of any, any last words, you can catch her on Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. She has a Patreon for support as well. She just started a horror magazine. She does things like recipes and ghost stories. She does reviews. She gets a bunch of people on for interviews. So let her know if her content's super dope or not. Let her know we say hello. Go enjoy and go support. And let her know what up from the boys at the Z Network. He's right. Let her know. You guys can go to horrorsof30.com to get all of my content. But um, live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Again, it's live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Tune in for Horror Search 30. Do some movie reviews. Do some interviews. Got some fun stuff coming up, actually. After the cons, I'm going to start getting in contact with people. Got some fun interviews coming up. Not only on Horror Research 30. Not only on Horror Research 30. But I believe on all, like, Horror Research 30. I think we got some popcorn and pints lined up. And for... Uh, Midnight Matt and I, some fun interviews, some fun movie reviews. So you guys, you really should start paying attention to the Z Network. Start watching us, telling us, telling you, watch us all. Popcorn and pints. Every well, not this Saturday, but in two weeks, we're doing Deadpool one and two. That's gonna be a very, very fun review. A first time watch for thirty. These guys have all seen it before. They love the movie. It's. I, I can't wait to see it. I can't. And I've been. Like, over the past couple of weeks, especially since we've been talking about it, it's going to make me want to see it even more and more. But I'm like, I waited this fucking long like an asshole. I might as well wait until it actually matters again. And that's when we're doing the podcast on it. You know what I mean? Because then the conversation gets fresh for me. Like, yo, how'd you, like, for you guys, it's exciting. Yo, how'd you feel about it for the first time watching it? Like, I wish I can get that feeling back watching, you know, watching the movie for the first time. Because it's, it's something special and it's a movie that you really fucking enjoy. And you get to see that movie for the very first fucking time. You're just like, oh my fucking goodness. Like, where the fuck was this the past X amount of years of my life? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, where the fuck was I? And all this other crazy shit. And you're just like, yo, that's... Like, I love that shit. I fucking love that shit. I love movies, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Stories from a Bar. Check out Stories from a Bar. It's an amazing, awesome, awesome, awesome podcast. It's a brewery talk. does awesome music talk. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Everywhere you can listen to podcasts, including YouTube, check him out. Give him a follow. You're going to have a great time with that show as well. Check out everybody on the Z Network. We will have some new overlays coming in the near future. Takes a little bit. And some, some other cool shit. Shout out to your Charlie shows and all that cool shit just to kind of help each other grow. So, you know, we're, all, we're, we're like, you know, trying to pull each other, trying to pull each other, trying to pull each other, trying to help each other, trying to push each other, all that good shit. But thank you guys for watching and listening. Have an amazing night. I'll see you in your nightmares. Peace. Westside.